What's up, everybody? Are you tired of being broke? Do you struggle with your finances? You know, do you have difficulty trying to make ends meet? You know, you work paycheck to paycheck. Well, if you do, you're in luck because on this quick fix on the Existential Stoic Podcast, we're going to talk about how to be rich. I'm Danny. I'm here with my Ooh. buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Hey, Danny. You know, a lot of people want to be rich. It's probably one of the most, I mean, aside from being famous, yeah. pretty much the only other thing they want just as much as being rich. So it's good that we're covering this today in, yeah. in a short 10 minutes, too, because everybody can be rich right afterwards. Right after. You know, it's funny, too. I think the fame thing, I always wonder, too, if the fame thing's really the rich thing or if it's, you know what I mean? Like what they're really after. It's the feeling of importance. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, would mu- sense, I would yeah. much prefer to be rich and anonymous. I would, I would never want to like fame is not important. I would actually, and it's terrible to be famous and poor, like MC hammer. So like the best, the best way, I mean, if you have to be famous, at least be rich and famous, but the best way I think is just rich and anonymous. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's always seeking validation, right. For our existence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So, and this is a short episode. We each got three, right. I'm Mm going to start. Um, so my first one is, is I think pretty straightforward, you know, no, I think you need to know what you mean by, by rich. So how do you define wealth? Cause I think, you know, a lot of us, we get stuck in that mindset, especially in the U S you know, where we just think in terms of dollars, having the most in the bank account, having the most stuff, you know, having Lamborghini, having like a gigantic house in seven different places, you know, those kind of things. And I think that's not necessarily a good metric for measuring wealth for each individual, because everybody's different. For some people, you know, <clears throat> I think wealth will be having time to, to really spend with their family or something, or, you know, being able to do like, you know, traveling all the time, whatever, however you define it, but knowing what that is, you need that bar. So you know what you're, you're aiming at. Well, I mean, that's a great point on many different levels. Cause one, you need a target to go after. Uh, if helps. you don't <laughs> decide what that target is, you're never going to hit it. But also uh, along the lines of, knowing what it means to you because like a lot of people are like oh i just want i wish i was a millionaire and it's like do you really want the money probably not you probably want the experiences you imagine a millionaire would have and chances are you could have those for a lot less than a million dollars in the bank yeah. and so you know it's it's a great point to figure well, you, out exactly what it means to you <clears throat> no what you just said is a good point too because i think a lot of times you know we focus on the money, but a lot of times when you really look at it, it's like you really want more time to do these other things that you really want to do or whatever. And that's what's more important to you. So yeah, focus on that's a good one. Absolutely. So my first one for how to be rich is track all of your money. So if money is so important to you and you want to have more of it, you need to be a really good money manager. And if you don't know where your money's coming from and going, then you're doing a awful awful job why would the universe bless you with more money if you can't handle what you have right now it just doesn't make sense so uh figuring out tracking all of your money and this is a really helpful thing it's something that i've been doing for a few years already just it it basically every penny i spend i write down in a little notebook on my phone what i spent and how much and it's not hard it takes a matter of five seconds after i make a purchase but it makes me think twice about purchasing some things. And then I can also see what I'm spending a lot of my money on. Because if they say, if you want to know what a person's interested in, check his checkbook. So, or, you know, if he's tracking his money, check there. It gives you an idea of what you're spending your money on, where you're spending too much. But it also gives you a pause because nowadays it's so easy to spend money 
because we don't have to pay with cash anymore, which has like a a visceral feeling. We can swipe our cards. We can use our phone. We can use any type of app. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's fine. I was just thinking that, you know, it's, yeah, I think that's a great one. And ever since you told me about it, I've been using it because I think it's smart and it it makes it more tangible because like, you know, before all the digital currencies and stuff, it was all paper. So you had to, you had to keep your checkbook and balance it. You know, nobody does that anymore. You don't need to. So it's like really abstract. And I think it makes it a lot harder. This forces you to work with it, make it tangible. And also I think it can really force you to help you develop some of those, you know, financial skills that we, none of us were taught mm-hmm. <laughs> that we were intentionally kept in the dark about. So that we're, you know, it's gone. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good one. Yeah, you get to see what you're up to. My second one's very related, but it's, um, you know, don't underestimate the power of creating a budget. <laughs> Spend less than you make. I mean, I think that's a good starting point. And we talked about this before a long time ago, but I think it's pretty easy. You know, people usually think of like a budget as monthly or yearly, but start off as like even weekly. If you get paid every week, do a weekly one. Make it easier on yourself. You can even get, um, you know, there's apps and software that will help you to figure out, you know, at least basic stuff like food, gas, things like that. And you can kind of start looking at how you're spending and start managing that and working towards some goal, right? And that also helps because then you can start to sort of see that snowball effect or see those positive developments. And here's, and here's the crazy thing. So it's going to take three months plus for your budget to really be working. Those first three months, it's going to suck. You're going to do terrible at it. It's never going to be right. That's okay. That's part of making a budget. But most rich people budget. Most broke people don't budget. So it's kind of up to you what you want to do. If you want to budget, you'll probably end up with the rich people. If you don't budget, you'll end up with broke people. But here's the thing. Budgeting is cool because it gives you more freedom with your money. And this sounds counterintuitive. I was just talking with another friend about it today who's having money issues. And I was suggesting a budget. And he's like, yeah, but then uh, then I won't be able to spend the money I want. And it's like, no, if you budget correctly, you'll be able to spend exactly the money you want because you'll be able to put your money into things that you like. Instead of just having it disappear and wondering where it went. Well, exactly, right? It becomes intentional and something that's, Mm. you know, something that's within your control rather than just arbitrary and and based on whim and impulse. (laughs) You know, I think that that's that big distinction there. Yeah. And and also you you said just a little bit in the beginning, but spend less than you earn. Yeah. The importance of that cannot be (laughs) understated. Like it's it's literally simple math. Becoming fabulously wealthy is simple math. It relies upon spending less than you earn and using compound interest to your advantage. You do those two things, guaranteed 100%, you will be fabulously wealthy. But here's the thing. Most people don't spend less than they earn. They spend exactly what they earn or more likely they spend more than they earn. But it's simple math. It's just think about it. Okay, every day you get two eggs. You put one egg in a basket and you spend the other egg. And every day, same thing. Two eggs, one in the basket, spend the other one. After a while, this basket's going to be overflowing with eggs. That's like the same thing with your investment account and money. If you just keep putting it in there, no matter what, not taking it out, it's going to grow and grow and grow. Not only that, too. I mean, it it is hard at first and it will take time. But like peace of mind, too, like that if something happens, you're not screwed. Yeah, because a lot of people live with that fear of like, you know, I mean, something happens with the car, something you're done. I mean, it's like you know, going in more debt and stuff. I mean, I think that's a, that can't be overstated the value of that either, the stress relief on that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And if you really need help with that stuff, check out Dave Ramsey's baby steps. They're very helpful for yeah. budgeting and getting started with all that. So my second one is going to be something that a lot of people don't want to hear, but it is work really, really hard and then work harder. <laughs> like nobody wants to hear that because they're just like, oh, I want to go to the lottery or be famous, be Justin Bieber, whatever the heck. But the thing is, you like money is basically if you if you've heard of potential energy and kinetic energy. So like potential energy is built up like a rock that's about to fall off of a building. That's got a lot of potential energy. So basically, money is just that built up work that you've done. You've worked a whole bunch. You've built up this potential energy and then you can spend it when you want to. And that's really all that money is. So like if you don't have money, you're not working hard enough. And I hear all those people listening who are saying, I work plenty hard. And it's like, yes, you probably go nine to five or maybe even multiple jobs and do this thing. But what are you doing in your spare time to develop yourself? You're listening to this podcast. That's great. Okay. What are you doing in your spare time to learn business, to learn how to make more money? Because it's that spare time. That's when the really wealthy people build themselves up. They have a job to make ends meet. And then they invest all of their extra time to develop themselves and help become better. Yeah, no, and it's a good one. It's true too, right? And it's just like, I think it's also doing it smarter as well. You know, not just spinning your wheel, but actually do it, you know, intentionally and doing it with some goals in mind. But it's true. You have to do it in order to make it work in the first place. And you have to do it in order to get where you're going. Yeah. And I think it is. It's one of the hardest ones to hear from most people because nobody wants to. Nobody wants to do it, right? I mean, most of us. But I think it gets easier too as you go. Yeah. Here's another thing that I heard. (laughs) So, like, everybody wants to get rich because they don't want to work anymore. And it's like, well, if the universe is thinking, I want people who contribute to society, do you think the universe is going to make people who want to stop working as soon as they get rich rich? No, I don't think so. And, That's and a fair point. I, you know, I've met a lot of people who are very wealthy and all of them still continue to work a lot harder than most broke people that I know. So like it's like work is the secret sauce that will get you to be rich, but you have to work. Yeah. Plus, I think, you know, just stopping in general is probably not a good thing anyway. Long term. I mean, how long could you do that? Yeah. Be bored out of your mind. Possibly do that. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. My, uh, my last one then is uh, focus on increasing skills and experience, I think, is always a good one. I think that's where we can, you know, we talked about before, like leveraging and, you know, trying to sort of just accumulate as much as we can that we can then use later for different tasks or we can use to sort of manage our lives better in that sense. So I think, you know, a lot of us get stuck in one thing or really you know especially nowadays you get this emphasis on really like um really specialization right where you get really just a limited set of skills but very good at it and i think that's really detrimental long term because you can't you can't make those changes you want to later absolutely and you know that's a great one because they say the best investment is investing in yourself so learning more (laughs) becoming a better person because really that allows you to grow and to become more everybody's looking for like the next tesla or the next best investment but really i mean it's right in front of the mirror like you're you're staring (laughs) at it half the day so yeah so considering investing in yourself is a very good one 
my last one is think wealth. And this is something that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's all woo woo. Again, again, I've met a lot of very, very wealthy people. And a good number of them told me that before they were wealthy, they had to start thinking that they were wealthy and acting that they were wealthy. And I'm not talking about going down to Prada and buying all the new handbags, <laughs> but they had to act as someone who is wealthy would, which means, well, what do wealthy people do? Generally, they own businesses. Okay, I better start acting like a wealthy person. What does a wealthy person do? They learn a lot. Well, I better start acting like a wealthy person. What does a wealthy person do? They read about 52 books a year. Well, I better start reading 52 books a year. And once they start acting like a wealthy person, guess what? Before long, they're wealthy too. So I think that's a really important one. Plus, you have to believe it yourself. Because if you think that, that there's something different between a millionaire and yourself, that they're cut from a different cloth, guess what? You'll never get there. They're the same flesh yeah. and blood as anybody else. And the thing is, they just learn how to handle money a little bit better than you. And guess what? It's a learnable skill. So you can get there too. <clears throat> Yeah, it always is. I mean, you know, it's funny, like people always say, I think negatively, like fake it till you make it. But I really think, you know, it's not really a negative thing, because really what you're doing is you're trying to sort of, you're trying to emulate those things to cultivate the characteristics, the traits, the habits, you know, the experiences that are relevant to whatever you're trying to do. So it's the same kind of, uh, same kind of thing, right? You're trying to sort of build that sort of idea build a sense of yourself in that way and that'll help you then move forward with it i like that one's a good one cool so that's it right it should help everybody you You should all be wealthy right now everyone shouldn't be an issue so this episode or quick fix 130 the existential stoic podcast oh yeah one more point one more point (laughs) uh i would just like to say that stop looking for get rich quick schemes no such thing there's a That's get a broke one. quick scheme, yeah. but get rich quick schemes is just somebody else getting rich off of your stupidity. And if that yeah. triggered you, take a look into that because you're probably <laughs> going to get suckered a lot. So it's, it's a, marathon, a lot of get but, broke quick schemes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's they a marathon. Are. But the cool thing is with compound interest, it works in your favor. Like time is the best thing you can use to develop money. So just start now. Oh, and you always need it too. It always takes it. It's always the hardest part too. He's getting through mm-hmm. it. But yeah, yeah, nice. You want to add anything else? No, that's all. All right, good. All right. So yeah, check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back later this week with a full-length episode. Um, until then, though, later, Andy. Later, Danny. <laughs>